Welcome to SelfDiscoveryMedia.com, where we discover the communities that are making a difference in the lives of others. Our self-discovery is something we are all making on our life's journey. Here you will find the people that will be your guidance, that will be your inspiration, that will be there for you in support on your journey of life. Do enjoy. Our next show is... Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Quantum Spirituality right here on selfdiscoverymedia.com. I'm your host, Sarah Troy, and my wonderful guest, the repeat guest is Lumari. We're going to be talking about her beautiful book called The Streams of Consciousness. I have it right here, and we're going to be just opening up certain pages and, and talking about what the universe wants us to know. But it's talking about actually where our streams of consciousness come from. She says that in we are in times of dramatic evolutionary change. And now you've actually got an uplifting book, The Streams of Consciousness, to help you reach a higher vibration that inspire our spiritual systems, cultures, and worldviews by Lomari, and uh, that has advanced attunements, healing, and awakenings for all of um, humanity. We sure need those awakenings right now. The universe is here to shake us up, to wake us up, for us to step up and change it up, which means that we need to change our frequency. How important is it? Well, you are going to understand it by the end of this show of exactly how important it is to raise those streams of consciousness. There are 12 individual streams. We're going to go through each one of them. So please sit back. Have your cup of coffee, glass of wine. Um, make sure that uh, you're going to share this show because this is important to you, to humanity, and to our streams of consciousness. Welcome, Lamari. Oh, thank you so much, Sarah. It is just an honor and a delight to be here and to be able to share this wisdom with everyone. Thank you for just thank you. <laughs> Oh, my pleasure, my pleasure. And, and it's wonderful to actually have the book here with me and I've been going through it, but um, haven't had time to kind of sit right through it right now. But I, I like to kind of just sometimes open up a book and see what message it has for me. Um, because, you know, I find very often what it opens up to is what we need to know right now. But let's really go through those streams of consciousness of what they really are, because you've written 12 streams, you know, the streams of purity, honor, compassion, neutrality, harmony, beauty and grace, wisdom, truth, radiance, reciprocity, uh, re re I can never say that word, uh, universality and unity. And every single one of these is really, really important. So let's first actually talk to our audience of why is it so important right now for us to raise our frequency? We are in a really beautifully pivotal time. So no matter what else is going on, there is a huge opportunity, a spiritual opportunity, a vibrational opportunity for us to really shift into higher frequency, higher knowing, higher being. And when we look at that, the stories, the ancient stories about how we are here to grow and evolve and help humanity and live a paradise on earth and all of those stories. We actually are in a time where we have the real opportunity to create that here, to raise our vibrations, connect with humanity in a caring, community, loving way, and to not feel separate from the divine in our spirit but to actually feel the real connection that is there. 
And that's huge for this time. I mean, a necessity. I mean, it, it's, it's imperative, really. I mean, you know, the universe has asked us to stand up and change it up. And the universe never asks us anything without providing us the tools. And you have been guided, you know, through the streams of consciousness to bring about those tools uh, in order to help us, you know, stream that consciousness. Everybody can do it. Everybody thinks just gurus can do it. Everyone can open up to channeling that consciousness. Um, and it's just a question of dialoguing with the mind in order to let the heart, soul, and spirit get into the equation as well. And that means also not paying attention to all the hysteria and the static that is out there right now, which is easier said than done for most people. But it is imperative that we kind of try and switch that off, or at least turn the volume down on it, so that we can open up to those channels. Yeah, it's so important. And and the wonderful thing about this book that I really love, because when I'm writing the book, I'm channeling. I have a conscious collaboration channel. So what, what that is, is that I'm channeling. And then I'm asking questions. And then I'm saying, well, what do you think about this? What do you think about this? And then the book comes about through all of it. Because a lot of channels books, it's like the direct download, which is beautiful. Yeah. But this is like we're in conversation about what it is and what's going on and all of those other things. And the thing about this book, it is a very unusual book. So one, it describes frequencies that people in our universe didn't even know were here. And they have been inspiring people forever. Mm -hmm. In the book, there are frequencies. So as you're reading the book, you are connecting with the frequency. Mm -hmm. And it's created frequency-wise in such a way that you are connecting with what is appropriate for you because that was the intention when the frequency was coming in, was that you, it's not like you get this blast. It's like whatever your heart and your soul want to resonate with, with the streams of consciousness, it's in the book for you to connect with. And then another part of the book is to be able to invoke, to be mm. able to call forth the stream, that stream of energy. And the stream of energy is like the quality that you connect with, and, and each quality is infinite. Yeah. Talk about compassion. There's no end to compassion. It's like, okay, I've been compassionate, what's next? It's like you could have 5,000 lifetimes of compassion, and it would still be rich and amazing and, and so joyful and so loving and so it's a, it's a kind of book that the frequencies are there and after you read the first couple parts you can jump around yes yeah yeah you don't from the beginning to the end I think, you know, as you said, start the beginning of the book because it's kind of setting your frequency, right? It's, it's channeling, getting you into the channeling openingness. And then later on, you can, you know, as, as I do go into the book and what do I need to know right now? What's the channeling? But, you know, a lot of people, it's, it's uh, I don't know if I can channel. Um, when you are meditating, when you are deep in thought, when you are still, when you're in silence, you are open and ready to receive. That is channeling. 
and anybody can do it if we just you know be mindful of what we need to do to set ourselves up in that space in order to receive and i think one of the things we need to understand is we're not alone the universe is with us it has the wisdom and the whole reason for channeling and opening up to receive this consciousness is to guide us forward on the right path and with everybody raising that elevation right now in frequency, um, we find the solutions, we find the answers, we become more creative, but we also become more caring and compassionate as well. Not only to each other, but to ourselves, because we don't realize how much this opening up to the consciousness is going to ignite our own hearts, souls and spirits together and also calm our very core down. Yes, yes. And when we're talking about channeling, so there's different ways and different aspects. So sometimes channeling, like for me, my channeling, when we talk about writing books, more formal. Yes. It's like, this is the information. This is, and, and I have my own personal steps mm -hmm. because um, I discovered a long time ago that I was so open that um, there could be, 15 different beings all wanting to talk at once. Yes, yes. <laughs> Little crowded in here. <laughs> it's like, it's like in, in the bakery, you know, when you have to take a ticket, and I feel like, take a ticket. And then, you know, <laughs> more than five beings at once. Just can't. But for the channeling of the book, it is a direct connection with Alawashka and the frequencies of creation to bring it forward. Now, when we're a little bit more open in channeling, then you're receiving the wisdom that's right for you to receive. And then and now. So when, when anybody is here listening and they want to connect, I always say, ask for, the, ask for the information that is appropriate for you to receive right now. Yes. That's because sometimes it, it's good information, but you really don't care. Sometimes it's not relevant it's to the moment. March, yeah. It's like, excuse me, I was just asking this simple question, you, you're giving me like five different, yeah. I promise I'll listen again. <laughs> you have to find your own unique style, don't you? I mean, it's not a one size fits all. There are various uh, ways that other people can share with you of, of how to be centered enough to channel. But mm -hmm. it, it's, it's also your own discovery. You know, some people may be the walk in nature where they can open up and connect or water. Mm -hmm a wind or, or maybe it is the meditative state but make your own discovery of where you are in in the openness in order to receive and you don't always have to receive words right so that's important i mean for me i i it's multi-dimensional so i'm receiving yeah. all sorts of different things at once but my my mind can do that yes but but you don't have to it really is your relationship with the divine. And yeah. that's why this book is so amazing to me and amazing that it could come up in this time. And I'm always honored when the divine gives me mm. like here, bring this forward for people. You know, it's like, really, I can do this. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. You know, because there's, there's not one stream. Right. There's twelve strings. Yes. And you may resonate with one stream more than the others. And it's not wrong. And there's no judgment. Right. It is like, this is where you want to play. And this is also, each stream has a direct connection with the divine. 
So it's not like you have to do this and then study this and then go here not, and then take Lilia. classes yeah. and then go to the supermarket. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's an album and you're going to choose which song you want to hear, right? You know, know. Uh, yes. you don't have to listen to the whole album at once. And sometimes that's what you want to do. You want to listen to the whole album. And then, you know, okay, I want to listen to that song today. You know, yeah. that piece of music today is what is what's, um, I'm resonating or drawn to. You know that if, if, you, um, if, you, if you are listening from the whole of you, you know what to ask. And how, you know, how to actually understand what you're receiving, um, the more you do it, obviously, but it's, you become more directional, don't you, in, in understanding what is coming to you. And, and it really feels, um, from everyone that I've spoken to that has read the book, and I love it because people read it in a different way. Yes. And, and I love that they can. Yeah. Right? I mean, that is something that is really wonderful because sometimes when you buy a book, you feel guilty when you skip ahead. Yes. What's <laughs> the ending? <laughs> no, you can, you know, I suggest definitely read the first part because you need to know what it's about. And mm. after that, you know, if guidance says, please open page such and such, do it. Right. If the energy's in it. It's like being able to play in those frequencies. And I love you describing it as an album. I love it because it really is. Some people find the energy of a stream yeah. that makes so much sense to them that they can't even believe they didn't know it. Right. If they're resonating with this, oh, no wonder I have felt like this. Yeah. No wonder I chose this profession. Mm -hmm. No wonder I thought my family was totally crazy because <laughs> they don't understand this. Right? No wonder this feels like so much sense. And then when they go to the next part, where you can actually invoke those not so part of it when you read the book even if you don't invoke anything you'll be flowing yes with those energies well but because then, it's in a rhythm yes you're you're you've written it in a rhythm and so you by reading it you're reading it in the rhythm so you're already in tuned with it yes. so you can't help but open up your channels because you're already in that signature and in that rhythm yes and then if you feel called to, then you can invoke a stream. Yeah. And what that is, that is for people who don't know what invoke means, mm -hmm. right? It's like you call forth the yeah. energy of that stream and it meets you, the frequencies, the qualities, the blessings meet you exactly where you are in your soul and your being and your journey. And then you get to travel and experience it. Yeah. And because of the nature of the streams, you could pick one stream for 45 lifetimes and still play it. Right. And you could go, okay, cool. I wanted to know that one. Okay, next. Yeah. This is a buffet. I want more. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the smoker's board. I've tried that. I'd like to see that now. Oh, but I like those two together. <laughs> yeah. And that's another thing. You can do one stream and you go, okay, yeah, that's, that's cleared up, but I'd like to know this now. And you can open up to another stream. So it's not like just one stream a day and that's your limit. Yes. And those, uh, and, and I really do want, also on my website, I have like downloads and audio that you can listen to that preps you. I have a journal. So because I, I'm a journaler, so I write. Mm -hmm. I'm always writing something. And this way, when you go in, and it's free. And when right. you go into the stream 
and you connect with it, then you can start writing down in the journal what you uncovered or discovered or noticed. And because it's that energy, when you go back to what you've written, it expands. Yes. Is yes. that, you know. And also let go of perfection. You know, if you're writing and it's a scroll and, you know, the spelling is wrong or the grammar is wrong, who cares? Really. You know, that is that, you know, it, it, because that is too restrictive. If you're looking for it to be perfect, you're not just allowing. Uh, and sometimes take a step back and come back and look at it again. Yeah. Because, you know, everybody, I want to make sense. I want to make sense. Don't be so urgent about it. You know, take that deep breath uh, and just shake things out and then come back and just just like you do when you you see those things on facebook can you see the words amongst the puzzle or can you read backwards or can you do this and that yeah. you know when when you're in that space you can just look at it and everything then jumps out and becomes clear all right well, i have been journaling i have my journal since junior high school <laughs> so there's there's writings there's poetry there's channeling i found one the other day I'm like I, I didn't know I was channeling these things whoa this is so cool. yes. you know but it doesn't have to be perfect because nothing's perfect because everything's perfect but the beauty is actually in the imperfections it doesn't matter that's what the perfection is <laughs> I was really blown away reading what I wrote 20 right. years ago I was like yes. I didn't know like in my mind I went wow I didn't know I knew that back then which of course I did but well, I'm, I'm a blogger. I've gone and read blogs. I go, who wrote that? That's pretty good. I go, oh, me. <laughs> Shocks. <laughs> but channeling the now. And the other thing about the journaling and the book is when you go back to it, it means something different. Why? Yes. Because you are in a different state of being now. Right. Yeah. It's like watching a movie. You know, you, you the first time you get this from it, you go back, I didn't see that last time, mm -hmm. right? And that's the whole thing is that you are constantly evolving. And so that means your perspective, your perception is changing. And so you see things clearer or from a you know, different point of view. And sometimes you look at things and go, oh boy, I sure needed to let that go. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. that's the clarity that you were looking for. Maybe that was the only message you needed today was let it go. <clears throat> it, it's um, having those frequencies and being able to, so I wrote this book a long time ago, but every time I checked in whether it was time for it to come out, the divine said no. Like, okay, put it back. Okay, yeah. put it back, right? And so this was the year, which is amazing because I, even when I was editing it, I wasn't aware that this was gonna happen. Right. Mm. And when I wrote it, I certainly wasn't consciously aware that something like this was going to happen. But being able to connect with the amazing energies of these strains, it is, I mean, like when I think of it outside of myself and other people doing it, I could cry. Right. Right. Yeah. You know, the thing about the timing, and this is the thing, I, I, the universe is, you know, they give me ideas, they give me blueprints, and I set up the blueprint, and I go, now? No. <laughs> now? No. <laughs> Can I do it now? No. <laughs> you know, and it will present when the time is right. Because it needs not only the right timing, but the right synchronicity of energies to come together. Yeah. And we are in this um, evolution right now of uh, of 
ascension and transcending ourselves and our souls and our spirits. And we realize that we have to rise up, you know, and not with pitchforks, mm -hmm. not with anger, but with, with love. And mm -hmm. we have to open up to that universal guidance and we have to step into a space where we become that solution. And again, we don't have to do it on our own. The universe is there for us. All we have to do is open up and listen. And the universe is smarter than you are. Uh, hell yes. Isn't that a relief? <laughs> <laughs> yes. The universe has magnitude of knowledge. And, and in the universe, it's neither right or wrong. There is no ego. There is no, you know, it just simply is. And when you channel and you get to that point, well, and your mind wants to analyze and the other part of your soul, your heart is saying, no, it just is. Just accept it as is. And I think that's probably one of the hard things for humans, to humans, <laughs> dividing us belts, is for newcomers to understand that, you don't have to analyze everything. Well, what does this mean? You know, it, it will become clear when the time is right for it to be clear. And then it just simply is what you need to know in the now. And, and the exploration is different than dissection. Yeah. Yes. And so if you are looking at it going, what does this mean? What does this mean? And you're in exploration mode. Mm hmm then you're going on a journey. Yes. If you're in dissection mode, unless you're a surgeon, <laughs> you won't have fun. <laughs> no, no. I mean, because you too, I mean, we, we, we don't want you to analyze, we want you to clarify. And people say, well, how can you clarify without analyzing? The universe has already done that for you. It's yeah. giving you the clarity. It just wants you to step into that clarity and understand what it means to you. And you may look at it and go, okay, I've been given this. What do I do with it? And it may not come to fruition straight away, but that's okay. It will. You'll be ready when it does. Exactly. Like you did and I did. Is it ready yet? No. Is yeah. it ready yet? No. Is it ready yet? No. And then all of a sudden you'll hear, oh, by the way, you better get that out. Yeah. Foot to the pedal. <laughs> yep. Yes. It's the exploration as yeah. well. And the time we're in right now. See, I never would have looked at this book as I was writing it and recognizing it and everything, thinking that there would be a time where things almost rest on this knowledge. Yes, yes. That, that if you are looking at our world right now, that you could look at one of these streams and see yourself and see communities and see countries and see religions and see thought processes and ideology all inspired by these streams. And then be able to understand our whole social network mm. because you go, oh, well, no wonder my father felt so strong to me. He resonated with the stream of honor. Right. Him, to honor oneself and to honor the people who help you and to honor the people who need to be honored and have been unrecognized, that is a very strong, it, it is also very generous, 
but it's a very strong place. It has a different energy than if you are resonating with compassion. Right, right. Where it's all heart and love, and it doesn't mean there isn't brilliance there, and it doesn't mean you don't want to honor and take care of people, but the frequency is different. Yeah. And you can actually look at it, this scenario where you're looking at your father and oh, I used to think he was just so hard. Mm. He has such passion to make sure that people are recognized mm -hmm. that it's making me cry to think that that's his purpose. And I didn't get it because he was just thinking like I was way too emotional. <laughs> right. And, and kind of in a way you step into compassion then, don't you? Yes, you know, you have respect and compassion for, for what they did and you honor that because that was their path to take. That was their journey, their contribution. And uh, um, we are all looking for a purpose. We're all looking for that instrument in life that we're going to bring to the orchestra. And that was his instrument. And it may not have always played your tune. Right. Right. But it played a tune that you needed to have even on the subliminal uh, level. And if you're looking at it, because I'm using it as an example, not that, not personally, it's not my life, right? right. Um, when you look at it and then you go, wow, I could look in the world. Yes. You see groups of people, all different groups of people doing good, resonating to something different. Yes. These are the people who are doing the good in the world because they want to make sure that these people are honored and taken care of. Yeah. These are the people in the world, they're coming from compassion. Mm -hmm. Because they want this, they could be doing the same thing. They could both have food banks. Yeah. 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 But you to understand and then understand the frequencies on our planet that we can also step into and be attuned with and receive. Mm. You know, the, all social media has an algorithm. Mm. And people say, you know, um, Oh, you know, Facebook is full of hate and this and that. It is if that's what you feed. But if you feed the other energies, supportive, loving, caring, those are going to be the posts that are going to come to you. And that is the same with us and our own vibration. We're in an algorithm. The universe is given as an algorithm. And what you put out is what you will receive. So if you're putting out good intentions, loving intentions, a good vibration, yeah. But all Beach Boys, they had it way back then, right? Good, good, good vibrations. <laughs> then those are going to be the vibrations that we're going to meet or in people in need of those vibrations. We're not going to attract the other frequencies. No, that's not our job. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I know you said you wanted to open the book, so we got yes. Yeah, so glasses have to go on. Where did I put my glasses? Blinders are back without them. Here we go. I'm going to just see where we go in the book. I did actually have a couple of things tagged um, that uh, drawn my attention. Um, okay, let's just read this paragraph here. The original streams of consciousness were then adapted to the needs or wishes of those beings and collectors that use them. They were turned uh, to certain energies or qualities of the divine. These streams always had a full connection to the great all, to the divine, the goddess, the singular, the outpouring. No being ever felt isolated from the, from the all while experiencing the stream. No being ever felt isolated from the all from within their own awareness. It is that one being 
would prefer to experience the all through the unique focuses of the stream. Um, and I find that a very interesting um, you know, paragraph there, you know, the singular outpouring, the divine outpouring, um, the all. And, you know, it's going back to what you were saying before about, you know, you take a number, <laughs> you yes. can have all of it at once, and then it's, it's static because there's too much talking over. But it is, it, it, all of the knowledge is coming from the collective. And, and the, the, it's a beautiful paragraph to start from the book because um, sometimes that analytical part of our brain says, oh, well, if I'm resonating with this stream, yeah. then I, like, I have narrowed it down. Right. But really what was noticed from the divine ones is that we human beings, because we do have physical bodies, yes. when we connected with the divine all, we lost focus. Yes. We couldn't remember that we were supposed to eat mm -hmm. or that we were on a planet. So these streams were created still as a completely direct connection with the divine, but now you could feel this flow of a quality that you could follow and recognize and connect with the divine at the same time, and it wouldn't be overwhelming. Right. Actually, there's a paragraph you've written right here that addresses right that. You may feel that while you are reading the streams in sequence that you are not ready for a particular stream of consciousness. You may feel you would like to skip reading about and encountering that stream for the moment. This is your wisdom to follow. Skip that stream and select another. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because it's obviously not the information you need right now. Yes. Right? So pay attention to that. If it's not resonating, it's not what you need to, to do. So tune into another stream. Exactly. And, and that's also what's really unusual about this book, because most other books are not going to tell you, you know, if you don't want to read this, just read something else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> or they very much want you to go linear, you know, yeah. word for word, chapter for chapter. And here, as you're saying, it doesn't matter. I mean, you know, you've got the influences of the stream of honor. The energies, qualities, and perspectives arising from the stream of honor align with a deep respect and recognition of all life. You may feel a genuine appreciation for life. You may feel a sense of reverence and humility for the gifts that life uh, and the divine showers upon you and you are held within this world. You may approach life and situations with the understanding that you honor each other and that every being and circumstance this generates um, a relatedness that is very even flow towards all people, nature and circumstances. You know that extending honor, respect and recognition is a gift that brings beauty to all. Mm -hmm. You know, honor isn't just honoring somebody for what they've done. It's, it's for who they are. You know, it, having that honor and respect is appreciation, isn't it? Yes. And, you know, when you, when you do your own um, shows here, right, and you talk about people's stories and everything, yes. it is honoring yeah. who, whoever. Yes. yes. And that is really, really powerful because one of the things that um, it is powerful for me in writing the book, and then, of course, I read it too. Right. right? Um, is like recognizing we're talking about honor, how many people actually feel that they have been honored? Like seriously in your life, have yes. you been honored? Yes. Not for just one thing because you won the prize or you graduated yeah. high school or whatever. It's like, like 
like honor is extended to you. Yes. It's a missing. It's, it's a quality that a lot of people absolutely don't even understand. People say to me, do you interview celebrities? And I said, yes, everybody's a celebrity. I celebrate who they are and what they've become and what they're doing, right? And if we stop putting celebrities up on the higher pedestal and realize that we are all celebrities, those that step up, that, you know, that we are all here to be celebrated and yeah. appreciated and respected and uh, to, for our contribution, however big or small. In an office building, the janitor has the most important job. If you walk into that building and it's dirty, do you want to do business? Yes, exactly. Right? So that janitor is setting the stage with the cleansingness there of you going in and, uh, and doing you know, any business with someone. So appreciation. Yes. I love that. I love to be able to talk about this and to be able to share it with people so that yeah. when, you, you know, when they're just in this conversation, we know we're raising consciousness and bringing in higher frequencies. And the other aspect is when somebody chooses to read this book, they're going to have another level of understanding because of our conversation. Yes. And those conversations transcend the dialogue, the out in the ether of, uh, of, uh, of good vibrations. There's one sentence you, you said here that really hits me that, uh, you know, is what I speak to. Follow your heart on your inner guidance to explore each dream and deliberate and celebrate the divine. Follow your heart, right? Your heart is, is a wonderful igniter of everything and, and, and it it absorbs the information on a totally different level isn't it yes yes and we receive information differently there yeah and most people don't necessarily think that they're actually receiving information in their heart mm. they, they know they're receiving it up here yes with words and there's arguments and you know and and they know that if they're following their gut, it's like a gut impulse. They know they yeah. got it. They don't necessarily know that they're receiving information and guidance in their heart. Yeah. Yes. And, and the heart is the compass. Yeah. And that's really kind of also a lot to do with the integrity and the compassion and the collaboration and everything else that goes on. You know, the heart is the heart. When we talk about the heart and soul of something, yeah. You know, those two need to be together. <laughs> yeah. They really have been dating a long time. Yeah. Yes. Um, you've got the stream of purity. And a lot of people go, well, what is purity? You know, it's, uh, is it the white race? You know, as we're hearing right now, you know, and um, is it innocence? Uh, you know, is it that and that? And you've got a stream of purity. Clear embrace of divine essence awakens the splendors. Light shatters illusions and a spectacular of miracles to reveal the pristine wonders present in being. So it is really that beautiful, pure, divine knowledge, isn't it? Yes. Yes. And, and um, purity in, its, in that amazing sense is that there's no embellishments. Right. There's no subtractions. There is nothing missing. You are in it and it is ringing so pure that it's so brilliant. Yeah. And so simple. And so true. Exactly. But we're all looking for truth. What is truth? 
when something resonates with your heart and soul in its purity, that is truth. Yeah. Right? We need that pure, and that's why I started the book with purity. Mm -hmm. One, because it's a very confusing word to people, which is yes. good. Like, yes. I like that. Mm -hmm. Like, wait, you already have a question? Good. <laughs> yes. Yes. Let's shift that perspective of it all together. Um, then when you shift it, and what you wrote was each, each of the streams, I, I, we have a poem yeah. for that stream. So that before you read the conversation, you move into the art of that thing first. Which is kind of getting back to the rhythm, right? Yeah. The tone of it. So you have one here, the blessing of the stream of consciousness. May you open the floors of compassion, of the flows of compassion, love and relatedness in the world. May you receive heartfelt consideration, thoughtfulness, kindness and goodwill and may you see know feel and participate in interconnected interrelated shared understanding may you become a vessel for divine interrelatedness and understanding mm -hmm. beautiful inv invitation right there right yes yes because this Thank is you. with the consciousness you know i mean as i said it's we're always second guessing ourselves because our minds are programmed to question everything we think. Yes, but, and as I've said in the previous show, the but is sit on it, right? It's, it's yes, but, yes, but, and you don't get clarity in that constant loop. This is where the heart, the soul, and the consciousness comes in. The consciousness coming through the soul to the heart. It, it is speaking in that clarity in that knowingness of what you need to know from the mind. The mind is wonderful data. It's an enormous amount of knowledge that we have in there. But unless we have the clarity in how to use that knowledge, it's just knowledge. So the, the consciousness is the wisdom on how to use that knowledge. Yes. Neutrality. <laughs> One that we need out there right now. <laughs> right. The stream of neutrality, crystal reflections shine in a translucent wisdom, sending meaningful messages in context, all equal, liberated, valued, knowing, seen and felt, noticed, appreciated and present in suchness. Right, back to the appreciation, right? Uh, I think neutrality is a hard one for people right now because there's so many emotions going on out there. And, the, and the, there's so much static, so they don't even know how to stream a consciousness through that. But you really need to put the car in neutral before you put it in gear, right? Yeah. Well, and, and when you think of neutrality doesn't mean that you don't prefer one thing or the other. Neutrality yeah. means you appreciate them all. Yes. Yes. It's, like, it's, it, it's a perspective that's really, in a way, it's then. Mm -hmm. right? It's mm -hmm. like all is imperfection, all is beautiful, all is important, and look at how they play together. Yeah. Because you cannot have flowers if you don't have dirt. Right, exactly, or water or anything else, right? Yeah. All of them. Yes, and everything so, has its reason. And you can't say that the flower is more important than the dirt. No, because the flower <laughs> wouldn't exist without the dirt. <laughs> yes. yeah. But, but the thing is, you can look at it, and when we look at it in that way, then you can look at a whole bunch of other things 
from that perspective where you don't have to value one. That's yeah. just a choice. Yes. You don't have to value one above the other. Yeah. You may want to have roses or you may want to have lavender, but you're not saying roses are better. No, it's choice. Saying, I, I prefer lavender. Yes, exactly. And we're allowed those preferences because they mean something to us, right? Um, I've got influences of the streams of harmony. And actually, when you're looking at the soil and the flowers and the water and everything else, uh, the, the best situation is a harmonious one because it's the coming together, isn't it? So you've written here, the influences of the stream of harmony, the energies, qualities, and unique perspective from the stream of harmony influences one's life in a melodic way. You may feel inspired by many different aspects of being. You may love nature and want to immerse yourself within it and see all the life in fullness. You may celebrate the richness of diversity in your own life and in this world. You may wonder of the profound richness that many people uh, do not even see because you can see the many in the one. You can feel the contribution of alignment that makes all things shine in their brilliance together. Harmony is togetherness. And noticing that all those different aspects really are working together. Yes. And it's, it's um, I was having a really fun conversation about the stream of harmony with someone who um, is the conductor of a symphony. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so we were laughing because obviously, yes, they all know the piece of music. And he is the one that has the flutes come in and has the violins get quieter. Yes. But there's not more than one melody coming from the violins. Right. And, and, and I was joking with him and I said, oh, and then you have to have the tuba. And they're like, it just blasts in there. And how do you make the tuba harmonious with the flute? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, yes. laughing because, well, they're very, very different. And all the different drums and everything. And how can the drum not outshine the piano? Right. Yeah, but in that harmony. Yes. All those sounds that may like not sound right if they're dominant. Yes. When they all come together, we love the symphony. It's when it's in flow. Yes. When it's in respect of one another, when it's an appreciation of the contribution, when it is each person shining bright in their own instrument and coming together to create a harmonious piece that transcends beyond any one instrument, right? It's about the collective. And when you look at the frequencies and the qualities of harmony in a person's life, then you would be looking at, okay, you as the person who resonates with the stream of harmony loves a variety of different things. Yeah. And you have a way of bringing them together where you appreciate all of them. You can pick one or the other, but you want them all to flow in your life. It's like a good chef. Yes. Right. Why is, why is one steak and potatoes better than another? It's because of the harmony of bringing them together so that their tune really stands out. Yes. And if you look at somebody resonating with harmony and they have it in their life. Yeah. And 
that could be somebody who is actually the conductor of a symphony right. or it could be somebody who says i need to put together a gymnastics team yes. for all the kids who don't think they belong on a gymnastics yeah. team so they can see because it's the harmony it's the appreciation of the different levels coming together to make a gorgeous whole and america's got talent this season they had a choir that was made up of all homeless people Mm. And she had brought people together from, you know, all walks of life. They're all homeless. They all had their own story. But they had come together in unison, in togetherness, to create mm. a harmony that, yeah. that transcended their situation. And yeah. they, you know, they went right up to the semifinals. And it was beautiful yeah. to see that they were beyond what they sang. Yes. Right? Yes. And, and when we look at the different streams... Anyone who's listening right now who was, oh, I didn't think of harmony like that. You might actually be thinking, wait, I do resonate with that. Yes. You might look around your house and go, okay, everybody else thinks I decorate crazy. <laughs> I love all of these different things. They come together yes. in a really brilliant way. Or I love, I have lots of different kinds of friends. They're not all from one group of people. Right. I love the different conversations mm. that, that to someone else might sound contrary, but to me, they feed the whole. Yes. They, they, they make up the orchestra. Yes. Right? And, and you know, if, with each piece, you know, one particular instrument may be more dominant over the other. Uh, and it doesn't matter because you're there collectively to make a piece of music that is invitational and harmonious for those who hear it. Yes. And, Sarah, as you're reading from the books, I want everybody to to tune in because as Sarah reads, she's reading these vibrations to you and inviting you in in a way that's comfortable for you. Right. You're going to receive it in the way you need to receive it. Yeah. Right. Well, I have another one which is big here. How may the stream of truth influence your life? Right. And of course, truth, everybody has a different truth, right? So yeah. this is an interesting one. Personal vision inspired by the stream of truth. Truth mm -hmm. is a brilliance that lights your way and helps you see clearly into your own soul's being and into the souls of others. You may see the world in a rel relative relationships of truth while you seek to know the core of it. You may be discerning and penetrating in your pursuit and delight in truth. You may favor stripping away the embellishments to see, know, and grasp the authentic heart of clear perception. You are excited by the revelations of a deeper knowing, transparent understanding, unshakable purity, and genuine relatedness. You may be a truth seeker. That's a lovely one. Thank you. How does it feel when you read that? Empowering. Empowering, you know, we, we are told as a society to buy one person's truth, but truth is exploring, it is understanding, it is relating, right? And, and it, it, is, it is so many words for you to get to what is truth to you and how does it resonate, right? So it's like, don't just mindfully or blindly accept somebody else's truth. What is your truth? from your very core. And being able to explore from that place 
into deeper, richer truths that ring, that, that have that purity and relatedness and deeper understanding. And truth is not an opinion. Right. Yes. <laughs> many people, and it's not just this lifetime, right? Many, 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 many human lifetimes have decided that opinion is true. Yes. It's not. Because we could look back and they could say something about health or food or whatever it is. And we could look at it now and go, well, they thought that was truth, but that's not truth. But when you go to the deeper core vibrational things of the divine and your own soul and your calling, when you look at those energies of truth and you call that forward, yes. there is quiet strength in truth yes you don't have to scream it it's a deep breath isn't it to, yeah and you don't have to judge right you don't yes. have to call somebody out on it those yes. are opinions yes yes truth is a whole other thing yeah yeah and I, I think a vibration that most certainly at the present moment needs to have its volume turned up on <laughs> And um, <clears throat> it is a thing. Mm. It's, it's um, you know, you, again, I'm a true colors coach, so you can have the four two, two, you know, different personality traits, look at the same thing, and each one of them will find their own truth in it. Right? And it, it is true to them. Each one of them is true to them. So if there isn't kind of the universal truth other than the divine truth and that divine truth is what how does it liberate you into understanding so yeah in the, in the energy of that truth there's a greater truth and as long as you're not feeling compelled to defend your truth right then you're resonating at a clear place yes if there is that I mean, I, we, we have other things that we defend and, you know, I'm right, I'm wrong, I'm blah, 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 all that stuff. We all know that one. Yeah. Right? But this is a different kind of truth. This is freedom. Freedom right? not to respond. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You know your truth. You don't need to impose it on someone else. You don't need to respond to somebody else's and, and you know, cause friction because that's not what the essence of channeling is. No. Now, the invo invocation of the stream of radiance, radiance, the stream of radiance transmits divine energy outward from the outer, from the center of the universe, from the core of being towards the planet, specifically to those who are in line to receive this energy. Radiance is the property of how something is moved. It is the procedure of energy and light from somewhere to somewhere. This motion, this direct energy feels a particular way simply because it is directed. It is transmitting something from somewhere to somewhere. That which is sent, the light, the frequencies, the transformational energy emulates from the core from the divine focus and flows towards earth and specific, in, specific individuals in line with that flow. Right, so radiance has 
it has a directive, doesn't it? Yes. It, it, we, we don't usually, a lot of these things about the strings, which I found fascinating personally writing it and then, you know, digesting it and then all of that is like, did we think of divine radiance as directional? Yeah. Did we think of it as like all encompassing? No, because radiance has to be sent somewhere. Yes. Yeah. And it has to come from somewhere to be sent somewhere. Mm -hmm. And then we also happen to know that there are people in our world who radiate divine radiance. Yes. And the energy is sent to them, through them, from them, and, and we shine in that. Yeah. Yes. And it is such an amazing perspective when you recognize these aspects because sometimes there may be people reading this book and connecting with the streams that know they flip in and out. Oh, well, it's, yeah, when I was doing that, I was in the stream of radiance, speaking to all of those people, rating out the, the messages that the divine gave me to share with them. Mm -hmm. I could feel that. And then later on, I was in a different stream. Yes. You know, and it's like all of those different things that we can have and we can be, the, the strings themselves open up possibilities. Yeah. When I looked at it, I opened up possibilities that I know we didn't know. Right, I need to know. Yes. I need to it's know. perfect timing because we really can vibrationally, cosmically, and as our development as human soul beings, this is a perfect time to be able to do it. And, you know, because we've stepped into quantumness, where, you know, the scientists are actually understanding what these streams of energy are mm -hmm. and how impactful they are, how necessarily they are, and how we need to open up to that stream. So science is now, you know, kind of in alignment, you know, with the streams of consciousness and understanding the impact of it. Um, this is just a paragraph that I, I read earlier that um, if each person in this example went to signify a culture, then one culture shared this exact experience with another culture simultaneously, then each culture moved into its own knowing of that experience. Just like the two individuals viewing the sunrise from the mountaintops, later each individual went home. They brought their common experience and their individual experience to the one knowing and to their own people. That's the point, isn't it? Sharing your experience. Each person may have had a different experience, but you're not going in and telling people this is as it is. You're telling people what your experience was with that experience. Yes. And using that metaphor of seeing the landscape. Yeah. It's like technically it is only one thing they're looking at, but it's not. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Because mm -hmm. it is a different perspective depending on where you're sitting, depending on how you view color, depending yes. on the state of being you're in, depending how the light hit the rock that was next to you. Yep. And then bringing it home and sharing that, what has happened is two people had an experience that they shared. Yes. Even if they weren't having the exact same experience because it was personal as well as collective. And then they bring it and they share it in a whole other way. And that vibrates. That's storytelling, isn't it? 
that is storytelling. When you share a, a, a story in exuberance, in possibilities, in inspiration, you have turned that volume up on that streamline, that frequency, uh, because now people are being inspired and being invited from that story. Oh, you had such a wonderful experience seeing that sunset. I would love to go and experience it for myself. So everything becomes an invitation. Yes, and I love that because it's important to recognize when the story and the experience is an invitation. Yes. That's what opens us up. It opens us up vibrationally because we have been invited yeah. to see and know and experience. And we've been invited by whomever mm -hmm. to be ourselves yes. in that experience and share it. And it isn't um, somebody on the top of the mountain telling you how it is. Right, exactly. Yeah. It is somebody who was inspired on top of that mountain and wanted to share that inspiration and beauty and invite you in to that experience. And even if you weren't on that mountain, now you have that experience. Well, it's the reason why people do book clubs and, you know, now podcast clubs, you know, listen to the same podcasts and then each one of them share their perspective of what it meant to them. What did it open up? How did they feel? And from those shared experiences, it is very inspiring and very inviting and very illuminating. And it gives you opportunities that you wouldn't have. Right, right. Again, we're meant to be togetherness, not always, you know, and it's bringing our individual self to the collective, but we need that collective. Now, this is the stream of beauty and grace, right? The stream of beauty and grace, moments, presence, malevolent peace, sighs, speak in abundant splendor, stars, petals, particles, smile, all sparkle in a quiet resonance, revealing the exquisite presence. That's beautiful. Grace is, is a beautiful world. Uh, you know, beauty is in the eye of the beholder and you can see beauty in what is perceived as the most ugly of things. You know, this is why I'm saying the, the right. imperfections of people is what makes them so beautiful. But grace, when we do things in grace, when we treat people with grace, there is a certain beauty about grace that is, that is respectful. Yes. Well, what was one of the things that was interesting about this stream for me is that beauty and grace are together. Mm -hmm. So that when you see beauty, you receive grace. Yeah. And when you receive grace, you open to beauty. Yeah. So it is like, you know, the, that lemnus yeah. yes, infinity sign. Yeah where it's coming in and then it's going out and then it's coming in and then it's going out. And it is a completely different way. Like for me, I know it might sound funny for everybody for me to keep on being impressed with everything. <laughs> <laughs> but you channeled it, right? So this and is yet, the thing. Yeah. And, and yet each time I look at the explanations and, and the poetry and the frequencies that it's bringing in, I am always in such joy yeah. and expansion um, of new ways of seeing how we are yeah. and new ways that we can play and understand that are really open. Yeah. They're open for us. Openness, that's a huge one. 
I'm going to read a little bit of the blessings of the stream of unity because community is about unity. May you celebrate and embrace divine connection and the fullness of being and oneness. May you hold the resonance of the infinite, unlimited, boundless and continuous love and being. May you experience and share and reveal the realization of unity in each and every particle and consciousness of existence. May you become clear, uniting vessel for the oneness with the divine. Beautiful. Unity is so huge, isn't it? Because we, again, we're not in it alone. The universe is with us. That is what channeling all these frequencies are about. But then it's also then to bring it to our collective people and our togetherness again. Yes, and, and to be able to, to really know in, in not just an intellectual way, but in a profound living way that we're not separate. We are actually all in this. Yes, yes. And, <laughs> and you may have all of the different conversations or you may listen to all the different conversations about the distinctions and the differences and everybody's in this. Yeah. And not just on our planet, mm -hmm. but when we talk about unity, okay, well, you know, stardust from I don't know how many light years away yep. is affecting us. Yes. The swooshing of a comet that we have never seen right. is affecting us. Mm -hmm. That is unity. That is the oneness. And we, as if we look, if we look at people like we're particles on yeah. the planet, yeah. we're creating molecules that is creating things that we don't even know how much of it we're doing. Right. But it's all unity. And recognizing that in like in a real way. Not, yes, we're all one. Thank you very much. Yeah. And, Kumbaya. You know, <laughs> yeah. I don't know where that Kumbaya ever came from. But, <laughs> but it, it's, it gives you an appreciation. When I look at it and I go, okay, so right now there's huge fires on the west coast of, of my country, the U.S., right? Guess what? They've gone to London. The smoke in the air yes. has been in London, has been in Germany, has yes. been in Italy. Yes, we have, the, we have the worst, actually, air quality in Vancouver in the world a few days ago. Yes. And they're not having fires there, but the You're smoke right. Yes. It's because we are in a unity. And, and this is where empathy can come up, isn't it? It's like, oh, no, it's the other side of the world. Who cares? Well, <clears throat> if I'm coughing at the smoke that's here, what are they going through over there? A little empathy goes a long way. Exactly. And also the amazing power and contribution. If we talk about that the smoke is doing that, then what is it when you just read the description and the invocation for unity? when we're talking and everybody who just listened to it shifted into that energy yeah. and created a whole other frequency in the unity of all of us beings. What influence is that? What a blessing is that, that yeah. we could all be there for this. For each other. Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, never underestimate how powerful energy is in, in good intent and sending it out, how impactful it is. You may not be there in person, but sending out your divine energy to someone, directional, uh, to someone for something, it, it has an enormous impact that they're not going to know, you're not going to know, but collectively that impact is there. Yes, and the stories that we hear from people who said somebody gave them something which might have been insignificant to a lot of people, but that gift changed their life. I'm going to give a little story here about my mom, actually. Um, my mom was, was dying, but she, she just said, I don't know how to cross over. And she was dying. She was 95. She was very ill and she didn't know how to cross over. And I put out on Facebook, you know, a prayer for my mom in helping her cross over. Wow. It was a um, less than 24 hours. Apparently it was a dull rainy day and all of a sudden the sunlight came in through the window. It shone down on my mother. She opened up her eyes and her hands and she passed over. And I firmly do believe that over a hundred people, not just likes, over a hundred people sent out prayers, prayers and blessings to her that that was the energy she needed in order to cross over. Never underestimate the power of, of prayer or energy. Never, never. And when we talk about each and all of these streams, every single attunement, every single energy, every single way you connect, the direct connection with the divine, and your own transformation and growth and awareness in it. Yes. For you and for our planet. And that was when I was editing and putting it all together and everything that I started realizing, oh, if X amount of people read this, what kind of a shift is that? Right. And if those people share it and say, you've got to get this book because this is what happened to me. Yeah. Even if you only learned one thing, which I can't imagine it would only be one thing. Right, <laughs> yeah. Like the shifts that would go on right. for individuals, for groups, for families. I mean, it was. I was reading it. I mean, I've written other books, but I didn't have this experience. Yeah. right, right. It's the ripple effect, isn't it? Yeah. You know, and we don't underestimate that and how impactful it is. But this is a, a good one, which is create and honoring of disengage, right? Like that one. <laughs> know when you are ready to leave a stream of consciousness, it is beneficial to create an honoring of disengage. An honoring of disengage is a practice to thank and acknowledge the blessing of that stream of consciousness. Then you move more into a personal wholeness and focus. This allows you to understand and experience the wisdom and the gifts of that stream and be centered and present in your everyday life. When you create an honoring, disengage, you say a deep and profound thank you. You release the connections and the focus of that stream. You true into your own personal focus. Then you move into the now of your life. It's a beautiful one to kind of end up the book with there. Don't forget gratitude. That is what that is saying, right? Gratitude. Yes. And to be able to, in whether you call these prayers, whether you call these anointings, invocations, transformations, healings, all of the different things, to be consciously aware of letting it go and yeah. saying, thank you, I am complete. 
and, yes. and letting that energy go and coming to another level of you is an honoring of yourself Yes, and an honoring of whatever it was you received. And then it frees that energy so you can be more clear and attentive and conscious of yourself. Right. Yeah. And, but I think something even beyond that is, um, oh, as well as that, is that if we do not say thank you, yes. we are not showing gratitude. We're showing mm-hmm. expectation. Mm-hmm. And I think as human beings, we, we have been taught expectation. We expect this. We expect that. Society expects expect that. But when we say thank you for the wisdom, thank you for the clarity, mm-hmm. we are showing that we are open to receive that wisdom and not take it for granted. Yes. And that gratitude is a beautiful divine energy that we should say thank you more often in our lives in every aspect. Always. And I like when I say thank you, I like saying it three times. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes. Because yeah. that is it. And there are so many opportunities for us to say thank you. Yeah. That into even if you don't say it out loud, you can show thank you. You can show gratitude by doing things for other people, doing things for yourself. And I, I really like thank you. But you know, <clears throat> when somebody stops for you at the, at the traffic lights or you're at the crossing, yeah. I always turn and mouth thank you and nod and smile. Right? I know they had to because I'm crossing, but at the same time, they did. Why yeah. can I not say thank you? Same when somebody opens the door or do anything. Else. Sometimes you can't say it verbally, but you can say it with your eyes. Yeah, right? you can nod and smile yes. and they know. Yeah. You just said thank you. And, and um, I have a, a fun thing that I like to do in airports. Because we're, well, I don't know. I haven't been traveling recently. Right, yeah, not many people are. <laughs> but the people who are doing the cleanup, mm-hmm. right? Yes. I tip them. Right. I take, you know, they're like walking around with the big bags of, you know, all this stuff in it and they're just trying to get through. And I stop them and I give them a little tip. Right. And they always look at me like I'm crazy. Yeah. Because they think I'm actually asking for change. (laughs) (laughs) No, thank you. I bet nobody's ever tipped you before for doing this. I just wanted to say thank you. You're, it's going back to the janitor, isn't it? It's going back to the janitor. You know, that it is. if that plane is dirty, then, you know, we're going to think, oh, you know, is, is the pilot competent? You know, is there enough gas in the tank? You know, if the, if the place is pristine and clean, we think that it's managed well. So why are we not being grateful to the people that have set the stage? And, and there's so many, with the expansion of the frequencies that we have now, we can be so much more generous. Oh boy. So with ourselves, happy. with everybody around us, with our intent, our contribution. I mean, it just, it's also a, a much happier place to live. Whoever says thank you and feels annoyed when they say it. <laughs> right, right. Never. Yeah. And, and the, the, the energies of the streams of consciousness when you read it, when you read the book, and it's on Amazon worldwide, when you read the book, say thank you for what you received. Thank you. 
I hope that is coming up the right way, but at, um, yes. the light isn't on it there, but you know, yes, the stream gorgeous. of the consciousness here. And it's like to be able to walk our planet with everything that's going on. Yes. You and I are having an amazing time together. We know everything is going on. I know all that stuff. You know right. all that stuff. And here we are talking about frequencies that can uplift each person and our world. And we're resonating with them and we're sharing them. And we're in love and gratitude and inspiration. Isn't that where we want to play? But it's because we chose to. Yeah. And really everything is a choice, isn't it? Yeah. What are you choosing? Right? Remember what you water is what will grow. And if yeah. you want solutions, then you need to stream those clarities of your purpose, of your contribution. Because yes, the universe is, you know, shaken, woken and asked us to stand up. Well, that standing up to change it up is being in tune with the universal message. So we know what to do to elevate it, to elevate the peace, elevate the love, elevate the good vibrations and become the healing that we need in this world. It is in each and every one of us. Yes, and to be able to share that and be real in it. Yeah. With that heart, that we all do have. In our truth, in yeah. our truth, yeah. Yes, and to be able to, I mean, I'm honored to be able to receive this book and share this book. And, and on my website, there's gifts, so I have extra things for you to download and, and invocations and things that go along with it. Being the messenger yeah. of this, when I picture mm -hmm. people reading the book and having a shift because of things I put into words in something that is on paper, mm -hmm. it is breathtaking for me. It is your purpose, yeah. right? You are an inspirer. You are a knowledge sharer. I share the knowledge that you are sharing with the people the tools and the skills that they need in order to navigate into their own consciousness, into their own heart, into their own spirit. And it, there is a joy in what we do because we know that it does shift people, that it does raise the frequency, that it does make this world a better place because each show and each book is igniting somebody's heart and soul and spirit. And allowing them to play in a bigger way. Yes. I, I have had the, the emails that I've received from people who have read the book, because the book hasn't even been out a year. It's only been out a couple months. Right. But I actually had people, several people, email me to tell me that they put the book very carefully under their pillow. Yeah. Because the vibrations from the book fire yeah. their dreams at night. Yes. But, and someone else said, oh, no, I meditate with your book in my hands. Mm-hmm. Like they're not reading the invocations, the vibrations from the book itself is inspiring them. It's transcending the words on the page. Yeah. And, and to be able to share that, yeah. to share it with you, to be able to have you share this with the beautiful people who are listening and have them open it up. That's why we're here on this planet. Right. 
We've each got a role to play. We've each got an instrument, right? Yes. Yeah. And so people can get the book from Amazon. Yeah. Right. So all they do is streams of consciousness. Lomari, of course, it's here on your show posting. Yeah. Um, also, let's just talk about this um, uh, wonderful event that you have coming up in October and how people are going to be able to tap into that. Oh, fantastic. So I have um, a small summit. It's, a, it's a, an event. People call them summit. Mm-hmm. I, in, in, I have invited a few very special people, and I call it the Higher Frequency Festival. Mm-hmm. I love and that festival. We are <laughs> celebrating the higher frequencies that we can bring in, that we can tune in, that we can share to uplift ourselves and our world. Mm-hmm. And Sarah's one of these amazing people that I have invited. Very honored to be there. Yeah. And each person is sharing a practice. Mm-hmm. So that not only are you listening to the conversations and each person that is speaking is bringing in and channeling higher frequencies. That's why it's the Higher Frequency Festival. This is a global awakening to change the waves of our world. Right. And to be able to just listen to their beautiful conversations and their very powerful practices and meditations. And then everybody has a gift. So you get to have the free gifts and meditations and everything because it is a blessing for us to be able to tune into these things and receive them and we need it and they're all done with love yes we're sharing love we're sharing knowledge and wisdom because it comes from a place of love yes yes and that expansion what i love about working with you talking with you sharing on your show your mind is like the frequencies of love that we, even if you weren't listening to us and you had it on mute, we were just going like this. Yes. You would you feel the love. love <laughs> yeah. You would feel the entire frequency. You would, of course, have to turn the sound on. I'm kidding. I don't want you to. Really- <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Please tune in. <laughs> but, but that type of energy and with this higher frequency festival, it embraces the global awakening so that the more people just listen just like today just listening it expands the blessings on our planet yeah it's planting those wonderful seeds of openness and and entunement and alignment and it uh, it helps people open up their own channels into their own receiving and that you know the more we we talked about multi-dimensionals and you and i both live in them Yes. And, you know, the more that we're willing to step out of our limitations, our own just body, you know, the vessel and understand that we are so much more than just the vehicle we're in and that we can multidimensional travel and open yes. up to the wonders of the world. Just because we may not understand it right now doesn't mean it's not understandable. We've got to open up to the wisdom to actually understand what it is that we need to know. Yes. And that opening creates more openness. Yes, yes. How do people uh, sign up for that? So um, you can go to lamari.com. You can, can you spell Lamari, please, for those that are listening? L-U-M-A-R-I.com, right? You can go there. You can also go to higherfrequencyfestival.com. There'll be a sign-up page for you to get into the event. And, um, and, 
you know, get on my email list anyway. Yeah. You know, on lamari.com, there is a beautiful meditation called the Personal Sacred Space Meditation. It's a free audio meditation that helps you hold personal sacred space. So you've heard of regular sacred space where you clean out your, your area and you create a, a place to meditate and everything else and it's clear. Personal sacred space is your energy field in that same way. So it creates a beautiful buffer, but not a separation. A right. buffer. Those of us who are intuitives and empaths, yes. we pull in a whole bunch of things that we don't have to receive. Yes. Personal sacred space allows you to be the listening without having everything in the universe kind of flowing. Trying in. to jump in. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> meditation. Once you get that, you'll be on my website, on my mailing list anyway. And I would love for you to join and, and listen to the Higher Frequency Festival. We're going to have a blast. And I already know what Sarah's talking about. So. Yeah. <laughs> And it was, you know, thank you so much for choosing me, an honor to be there. Um, and, you know, as, as we've said, whether you actually hear the words of what we're saying, this already has ascended up into a higher plane, ready. You know how you, you, you connect with someone and go, you know, gosh, we're on the same wavelength. It's because our wavelengths met at that same direction. So this is already out there. You already know you want to listen. You already have heard us at a subliminal, at a conscious level. Um, but please read the book because you've, you've seen me just read some excerpts from it today. Um, and that's just tip of the iceberg. That's just weeny little bits. There's so much in there. And I do like the fact that it's not a linear book, that you can read what it's about and then just go into what you need to know in that moment what do i need to know today and and open it up where where am i you know where am i today and it it opens up to that and that what what you read in that moment is so profound to what you need to know in that now that moment and it just will help you clarify and understand what it is you need to do in order to move forward so beautifully written book thank you and uh, and also you know just keeping your Good, good, good vibrations. Hi. <laughs> and, uh, and to understand everybody, please, this isn't just what she and I are doing. This is what you need to be doing. And you don't have to be a multidimensional like us. Just open up. Just take the first step. Just be inquisitive and wondrous and open to the experience. And then once you have that experience and you, you experience it more and more and more, then you will understand what we're talking about and how wonderful it feels. Yes, come on in. The waters are great. Yes, and we have chocolate. Yes. <laughs> Very important. Well, thank you so much, Lamari, for sharing here today. It has been wonderful and for allowing me to read from the book and, and, and for inviting me to, to be on the event as well, on the summit. And um, we'll certainly be promoting this like crazy. We did a show way back, and so people can come and listen to that as well. And uh, you know, it's about keeping those good vibrations out there. And remember, you are the answer we need. You are the solution. You are the peace. You are the clarity that you seek. You have just got to be willing to open up, let go, and download. Right. So, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> 
And everyone out there, remember, it's, it's a wonderful invitation. Don't be scared of this. Get out of the fear of the intellect of it. Your heart and your soul is begging for you to open up these channels and to, to feed you with the divine knowledge and energy that you need in order to work forward in life. So until next time, folks, bye for now. We hope you enjoyed the show. We look forward to bringing you more shows. Please go to selfdiscoverymedia.com slash shows and you will see the incredible lineup of genres and shows that we have for you. We are here to make a difference in your life. Thank you for listening.